When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's. Taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's. Taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Around yeah, yeah. Like Welcome that. to the Browns Wire Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keeley. With me is Donovan James. We have a very special but sad episode. We usually been we've been doing uh Browns Victory Tuesdays, but today it's a Browns loss Tuesday. The Browns lost to the New York Jets, who are now two and thirteen. The Browns sit at ten and five um after losing twenty-three to sixteen. Donovan, first of all, how was your holiday? Second of all, how was the game? <clears throat> good holidays, man. Uh, I actually had a really good one. I enjoyed myself a lot. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas and uh, happy Kwanzaa Hanukkah <laughs> and uh, happy New Year's. I won't, you know, oh, New yeah. Year's is Thursday and New Year's Eve. I hope you got some big New Year's plans coming up. No, nah, man. I'm still under quarantine, bro. Oh, yeah, that's right, man. Get yeah. out. Oh, man. The, you feel better? I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. You'll hear you'll hear me cough every now and again, or you know, be winded and whatnot. Um, I went out jogging yet uh, today just to try to like see what was up, and I was dying after like I don't know ten steps down the road. But I mean, it, it is what it is, I guess. You know how it goes. Yeah, I don't know how COVID goes, but <laughs> no. I'm just well, you you've had friends that have no, had it no. and everything. But it's just it's hard. It's hard no, to yeah. breathe and you cough a lot, but. Other than that, it's kind of I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I just don't want to give it to anybody else. Um, no, we're good. I'm glad you're not uh, still go- people still going out with COVID are like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not not gonna do that. Um, but yeah, the Browns had a COVID issue as well. Four of their top wide receivers were out because of COVID. Um, two starting offensive linemen, including Jedrick Wilson, Wyatt Teller, were out, and obviously that that played a part in why they looked so bad. I mean, we spoke with a lot of confidence last week in regard to the Browns and the Jets, talking about how we thought the Browns are going to smash, and we both kind of laughed. At, I think the spread was seven points, six six points, and we both kind of laughed at that. And we're like, why? I think it was six points because I think we laughed because it was under a touchdown. Um, but I guess we were wrong. You know, the spread did did change. I believe the game got pulled off the board um, when the Browns announced that they had four wide receivers missing and two starting offensive linemen. Um, but still, I tweet out before the game, I'd still lay the points, and the Browns are a better team. They're, you know, they're 
main focus. Their MO is revolved around the run. Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt are still there. You know, they played a good portion of the season without Wyatt Teller. I thought Nick Harris looked really good last week um, against the Giants. Yeah. So I thought he that was a guy that I was very high on, as you know, coming out of Washington, playing center. Um, and he got time at tackle last week I, I i mean he got sprung into a position doesn't really play and he played really well so i was i was didn't think it really mattered um i was wrong the browns looked really bad all over the field yeah they did look pretty bad i mean they <clears throat> just having those top four receivers out obviously like you said two starting tackles that'll do it and then a jets team that's really kind of playing motivated man um, they really <laughs> still could have like tanked and tried to get the first over pick. They, I don't think, I guess, like we said last week, that's the more of a media fan thing. Yeah. Players don't care about that as much. They're really trying to win games. Yeah. Um, the front office is going to lose on purpose necessarily, unless it's like you know the the NBA um is a little different because one player can change your whole franchise. Well, NFL player can change your franchise. Like that too. I mean, look, look at not really though because I mean, Deshaun Watson. I mean, well, Man, it's just like you know. It, it, NBA is like, yeah, you get LeBron or D-Wade, that changes your whole franchise. But just because you have a Deshaun Watson or D-Hop or Kyler doesn't mean it's going to no. change your whole franchise. No. So, I mean, yeah, it's a little I mean, different in the NFL. So you can't really – you can't tank really as much, I feel like. You're you're absolutely right, and you know I've covered the Browns long enough, and, and Jeff Risden, who's our editor, has covered the Lions long enough to know that, you know, it, don't, it doesn't necessarily matter how many of those picks you string together. You got to get them – you got not one player makes an impact. There's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, plus, those players don't want to take because it's an audition. When you play in a shitty team like that, you never know when your last day on the roster is going to be. So you're going out there. You're trying to perform. You're trying to get paid. A lot of those guys are on one-year contracts. Look at a guy like Sam Darnold. Do you think he he cares that if they get, what pick they get? No, he's going to go out there. He's going to try to do the best he can. Same with Jamison Crowder. Same with Braxton, uh, uh, um, the Braxton Barrios kid. Um, you know, they're, they're just they're trying to get paid. Uh, Terrell Basham, who had a big game against the Browns, that guy is trying to stick on an NFL roster. Um, oh, looks like Donovan just cut out, so hopefully he'll he'll join us back here soon. Maybe he didn't hear me. Um, yeah, with that with that loss, with the Browns' loss, they also lost to the uh, the number one wild card spot heading into the weekend. They were number five seed, uh, but that loss bumps them out. Donovan, can you hear me? All right. I didn't hear the last thing you said. Say that one more time. The with that the Browns' loss knocked them out of the number one wild card spot. <laughs> they were sitting at number five, and that loss knocks them out. Now they have to win this Sunday to get in the playoffs, right. or have the Colts lose. So it, it kind of does suck because it kind of pushes them out of the playoff picture. I don't think yeah, there's going to be. There's a lot of cards that I feel like can fall the right way for the Browns to land in the playoffs, even if they lose to Mason Rudolph. Uh, but what do you think? They they can't lose this game to the Steelers with the backups, man. They kind of win this game, especially versus Mason Rudolph. Um, it's a it, not must win. I mean, yeah, they got to win this one. This is a gimme game. Like, I mean, the Steelers are still got good players. They're NFL guys. Every any given any given Sunday, excuse me. I always believe in that quote, but they should go and win this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, they could get some help. But I would it'd be insane to me if the Browns. Didn't make the playoffs, and I know you, as a Browns fan, and me just wa- watching and covering them for the past few months, like <clears throat> it'd be a travesty, really, to have this the best season in right what twenty years, one of the best seasons ever in Browns. And your ten, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, to not make the playoffs this year would be sad. 
Honestly, really sad. You I think gotta it, get in the dance, man. Got to get in the dance, dude. Because the Ravens, I, I do like the Ravens. Um, they have a good team. I think they're pretty dangerous. Yeah. But I want to see the Browns get in. I mean, we, uh, we I think they will. I think they'll take. We'll they'll both. take care of business. They'll take care of uh, business. We'll we'll see. Well, obviously, we both want to see the Browns, right? We both think think Kevin Stefanski's done a great job. We think that the Browns have done a great job being in the position they're at. I never would have envisioned them winning ten games in a COVID shortened off season with a new offensive coordinator, new head coach, a first time head coach, uh, and OBJ being out this season. That sounds insane to me. So I'm pretty happy and proud of where they're at. Even if the Browns lose on Sunday to the Steelers, I know it's quote-unquote, the backups. But Mason Rudolph is not as terrible as everybody acts like he is. Um, I, think he, him, I, I, I think that his social media life and the the supposed reason for Miles, Garrett, uh, his, Miles Garrett's outburst last season has played a role in everybody thinking that Mason Rudolph sucks worse than he is, but he's just an NFL backup. I don't think there's that he's probably better than a lot of backups and he's probably worse than a lot of backups. I don't think he's Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston or anything, but I don't think he's a terrible backup. And if he ends up in Cleveland, I'm not going to sit here and curse his name to the stars. And right now he's the only backup that, that has in, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is aged. He's an older quarterback. So there's a solid chance that he might be the only starter that TJ Watt would probably sit on the bench too, you know, just to avoid injury. But I mean, you got to think that a lot of those guys, they're not going to want Mason Rudolph to get destroyed out there either. So they might play a lot of their starting offensive linemen. James Conner, they might play him. You know, they're at least going to play Benny Snell, who's just as good as been playing the last couple of games. Juju Smith is probably going to play. That's a guy that you don't want rust on because that doesn't see, he does not seem like the kind of guy that you want to bench. You know, I feel like there's enough talent there to where this, this they scare me a little bit. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I they they're, they're a pretty deep team. Like they, especially at receiver, like they can go with Deontay yeah. and Juju at receiver still or whatever. Instead of, I mean, they have good players. James Washington, I mean, Bra- James Washington. Yeah, they should win the game. The Browns. I mean, it should be. It's going to be close. I can see it being kind of the same score as the Jets, uh, Cleveland, get twenty three to like sixteen or something like that, twenty four to seventeen uh, around there. It'll be close. It's the Steelers Browns. It doesn't matter who's playing really long as those jerseys are out there and they're playing each other. I mean, those teams. Uh, Mike Tomlin's going to want to win the game, of course, but I mean, this game really doesn't. I don't think it means anything to the um, Steelers, though. I mean, home field advantage. I mean, the Chiefs obviously locked that up and. Right, they're, they're in the playoffs. You know, worst case scenario, I, they're, they're, they're still gonna they're gonna want to ruin the Browns' season. That's one thing I would. You know, this is a rivalry game, but at the end of the day, the Browns should win um, by taking care of the football. You know, minimize this game. You really have to not have penalties, not turn the ball over, and run the football and get back to basics, and then really take care of business and not pussyfoot around <laughs> game like throwing. You don't need reverses in this game. You don't need to be airing it out, air raid. Or anything like that. No shit, just get yeah. back Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt. Hopefully, you know, they got everybody coming back from the COVID. Rumor oh, has it that they do. Out. Rumor has it that the only guys that are, okay. are scheduled to be out would be Harrison Bryant and Andrew Sandejo. But we'll obviously keep a close eye on that. We, everybody knows how we like to do these pods by now. where We, we talk about the spread at the end of it and our upcoming predictions. Uh, before we get to that, I still want to talk about the Jets game a little bit more. But I did bring up the Mason Rudolph fact. What, what, do, what do you think? Do you think that Mason Rudolph is just utterly atrocious and hands down, that's going to be the reason the Browns win alone? Or do you think that he's 
What do you what do you think? Because like you said, he does get trashed on social media a lot. Is he that goddamn bad? Uh, I mean, he's Mason Rudolph's all right for a backup quarterback. He's an average backup, so he's below average. <laughs> but for, I mean, he he's, in the great, he's way worse he, than you know, Ben Roethlisberger. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's way worse than him. Right, but he's not. He's a serviceable guy. Like he would be one of the probably. Like I said, he's a, he's a he's like the Kirk Cousins of the backups. I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like that's he's a like fair a middle because because he, he can have like some games where he throws some good passes and he won't lose a game necessarily for you, but he's not going to really win it. That's kind of what I he mean. We is. saw him. And I, we saw I mean, him I would take that pretty well in college. You know, in college, yeah, he was great. I liked him out of college. I thought he'd be like a low end starter, but he never, and he still could be, I guess. But I don't think he will because I think. He's not the quarterback in waiting anymore. I thought he was. No. I was like, oh, this is the guy that's gonna like take over for Ben and like be the starting quarterback for the next like decade. But like, he's not that um, at all. But he's a backup for sure. He's gonna be a backup for like twelve years, man. And and to he's me, that's a smart a- guy. He's tough. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I think he's tough. I, I everyone calls him the pus word. <laughs> you can say you can, you can say pussy. It's fine. I don't. Think, I think he's actually pretty tough. I think he's pretty tough. I know I just spoke it out. I think he's pretty tough. Um, quarterback, and you know he's six four, two thirty five, big guy. Um, he really yeah. sling it down the field, you know. Um, but and yeah, I liked him when he was with James Washington. I met him. He was a nice guy, really nice guy. When I met him at the College Football Awards was with his teammate James Washington. But um, as far as him, I don't. I don't think he'll have a horrible game. He'll be in the middle. Probably have like a 40, 50 QBR, like a touchdown and a pick. You know, he fumbles yeah. the ball a lot. He does fumble the ball a lot. He gets I mean, sacked he, a lot, holds the ball for too long. So. He sucked yeah. against the Browns last year too, but I mean I I don't think he's I don't think he, he should be the main focus. The fact the fact is ben, ben, Big Ben is, is the shit and him sitting out is a big detriment because Ben Roethlisberger is so good. Uh but before we move on to that, I do want to talk about the Jets game a little bit more. Um obviously we talked about the four wide receivers being out, and that was kind of talked about constantly during the broadcast. Uh, but I thought that the most obvious weakness was the offensive line with Jedrick Wilson, Wyatt Taylor being out. We touched on that at the beginning. We talked about Nick Harris and Kendall Lamb filling in. Um, but what 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 did you th- what do you think? What do you see? Because, like I said, I think that that completely changed the way the offense ran the ball. Their game script was those two guys out. What did you see? Yeah, those are some athletic uh, offensive linemen. So it did change the the ball game. Uh, uh-huh. Baker trying to get out. You know, um, on the rollouts and the play action passes, I think that kind of uh, didn't help him out whatsoever at all. You know, I mean, uh, having, you know, your top four receivers out too, because Baker completes them. I think he's one of the top receivers, I'm not mistaken, passes 15 yards down the field, 15, 20 yards right? down the field. He's, I think he's like top 10. And he's not top, top, but he's in the top 10. I didn't top know that. Top 10, I think, I just read this. That was, I know that there were six drops on it. A lot of, well, yeah, so I was gonna say too. A lot of drop pass, yeah, a lot of drop passes. Six is a hell, hell of a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. Two from Harrison Bryant. The team we were just talking about, the Steelers, they drop a lot of passes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this year, I don't know what's going on with them, but um, yeah, they drop passes. Um, well, Deontay Johnson, I didn't like him at Toledo. Yeah. I, I, I should, let me rephrase that. I was not a huge fan of him at when he was at Toledo. This was actually something me and Adam Moore disagreed on. Uh, when he was on the show, because he drafted most fancy, blah blah blah. I wasn't a big fan of him because he dropped a lot of balls at, at Toledo too. 
And that was when Toledo had those three wide receivers that were pretty electrifying, Cody Thompson and uh, Deontay Johnson. And, uh, I, God, I can't remember for the life of me the third guy. Deontay Johnson ended up being drafted the highest. And I was like, what? he is by far the most inconsistent. And that shows up a lot of it showed up a lot this yeah. year because he's been getting more targets than Juju. But yeah, he drops the ball a ton. He does drop it a lot. I like him. He's good. I didn't really watch him at Toledo too much, but he's you know kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't a guy I, like had on my radar. I saw his name a lot in like the draft pool, but I was like, damn, this guy's really good. I did see the drops, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. he's if he's a good receiver though. Then all four of those guys. Um, their main receivers are good, but anyway, we don't talk about the Steelers too much. The Browns, uh, you know, before I get my head chopped off by the fans, but uh, no, I mean the Browns. Like I said, he, they, uh, I love the robbery. By the way, I just want to say that on online, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's so the Brown Steelers. Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's awesome, dude. Because I mean, it's Packers Bears for me. Like same thing, and this is worse. Honestly, like you guys really go at it. Like I, I love it. I love it, especially because the Browns are doing really good this year. But anyway, um, yeah, it hurt him. That did hurt him um, on offense. And you look at the Jets' defense. That you you called out a few good players that they have had um, this year because everyone wants to rag on the Jets, saying you know they were saying they were the worst teams ever. No, they're not that bad. They're pretty bad, but they're not one of the worst teams ever. They have some good players, um, right. especially some young guys on that Jets defense. And I think they just took advantage of uh, having their um, star players that really, like I said, getting better every week. You yep. mentioned uh, Coughlin, I believe. Um, yep. is one of their better players, obviously, you know, coming out of Minnesota and playing uh, for the Jets there. And then the, the DB that had the uh, interception uh, well, last week. Um, um, the big the big studs that I thought for the Jets were uh, Terrell Basham, who was in Baker Mayfield's face constantly. And that was a guy yeah, that was drafted at Ohio University by the Indianapolis Colts and kind of was lackluster, was a little bit of a tweener, really showed up, really beat Kendall Lamb like a drum. Um, and then Nick Harris had a lot of issues with, oh, man, Franklin Myers, John Franklin Myers, the big defensive tackle from Stephen F. Austin uh, that was checked by the Rams a couple years ago, kind of got a, a, a new home with the New York Jets and ha- has played pretty solidly. Um, the last couple of weeks, and again, worked the Browns like worked the Karras like a, a rodeo clown. Um, but that was who really shined. That I thought for the New York Jets, we talked a lot about last week how they had a couple guys. Um, Bryce Hall was the cornerback that Bryce we were Hall. talking about. Yeah, um, but I thought the defensive line for the New York Jets was just too much uh, for the Browns to handle for some reason, and they they just really shined. I'm glad you brought that up because I came away very impressed. With how the Jets defense played, well, I don't know if "impressed" is the right word. I guess I was, I came away shocked at how much better the Jets defense was than I thought they were going to play against this Browns offense. Yeah, and they still get what are they? They're going to pick number two overall, the Jets. So, I think they worst, at, at worst three, I think. At worst three, yeah. I mean, but yeah. that, I mean, okay. Well, they we we know everyone's been mocking, uh, you know, Sewell to their team or you know, maybe a quarterback depends on what happens, but they're fine. Like I like a team that at least is fighting at the end of the season and has a high, high draft pick. And they have some capital, obviously having that Seattle first round pick too. Oh, uh, they have Seattle's first and third or whatever. So, I mean, they're, and they have their own first or two first. They can do a lot of different things. And so the jets are fine. They played really hard and uh, I'm looking forward. They may, maybe they'll win three in a row, be three and 13 and then go from there for next year. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a better. It, it was the it was the perfect storm. You know, we we talked we talked about the COVID issues hitting the Browns. About the, you know the guys sitting out, but 
at the end of the day, the Jets played a really good game. The, the, the Browns did not have an answer for him. Sam Darnold played really Sam, well. Jamison Crowder played Sam, really well. You know, Sam um, had a big run for them, uh-huh. and he kind of settled down and played well. A couple big Sam passes, erratic sometimes. Yeah, a couple big passes there, which is what he does, what he's been doing uh-huh. since you know San Clemente High School, USC. You know, Sam. We're both big Sam fans. I wish the best for yeah. Sam out in New York. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the Cleveland Browns go. That's one of the games that, if I'm coaching, um, I almost throw that tape away and say, you know, you know what we were up against with COVID, um, having all those players out, and uh, you still should have won that game for sure. But we lost, and then we go go play our rival, the Steelers, and uh, they've got a couple starters out too, and we go try to drub their head in and win the football game at any means necessary. You know, what I mean, well, special teams guys need to step up, backups, whatever. Whoever, we all need to step up and play our best game so we can get into the playoffs and uh, the tournament, man. That's what they say. It is the tournament. The Randy tournament. Moss calls it the tournament. Yeah. You know, doesn't even call it the playoffs. But he's right. I mean, the tournament, that's what you just want to get in. It doesn't matter what, especially this year with COVID, it doesn't matter almost. Uh, home field Everybody's matters a little shot. bit still, yeah. especially for like a Green Bay or like Cleveland or whatever because it's cold. But you want to get in the tournament and just play. So. Um, as far as the Browns, throw the tape away. <laughs> we got to <laughs> go, go go play go play Sunday. We got a couple comments. Sebastian was asking how our holidays went. Sebastian, we talked about how our holidays were were good. You missed the intro, buddy. And then Roy McAvoy said Darnold was trucking cats. I don't know what that means. He must be stoned. So we're gonna go ahead and move move on from that comment, Roy. Uh, let's go ahead. You want to dive into the upcoming Steelers game and and try to try to break that down a little bit more. We talked about the Browns. The Steelers are coming off of a victory against the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are now 10 and 5. The Steelers now sit at 12 and 3. They beat the Colts 28 to 24. For the record, they were losing 24 to 7 at the half. Um, I was watching that game fairly close. I was in shock by that. Uh, and then Ben Roethlisberger came roaring back in the second half, due for 349 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, um, and they end up winning, beating the Colts. My understanding was that Big Ben basically took the play calling into his own hands in the second half, and that was the big difference. Now I heard that from a couple of people that are closer with the Pittsburgh Steelers than I, so I don't, I can't confirm. I don't, you know, it's not like Adam Schefter tweeted it out or anything, so that could be wrong. That makes sense. That's interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that that does make sense. But the Steelers are now the AFC North champs. What do you think? We kind of we talked about this game a little bit already, you know, because Big Ben's not going to be playing. It's going to be Mason Rudolph. Um, but what 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 else? What else should the Browns be watching out for? Obviously, I think that the Steelers' defense played piss poor against the Colts, um, especially in the first half. But in the second half, they really got up in Philip Rivers' face. They run the run defense was was spectacular. Um, I believe they had five sacks. TJ Watt had two of those. I think they even they even caused Philip Rivers to throw an interception. Yeah, that's right. One interception, five sacks. TJ Watt had two of them. Um, I, I, you know, we'll see who they we'll see who they bench. TJ Watt might be one of those names that doesn't get to play. Um, but what do you think? Um, yeah, you said you said TJ Watt isn't playing. I, I don't. I'm saying he. I mean, to, right now he's playing. Right now he's playing. I'm saying that that would be that would be something to monitor. If that makes sense. Oh, we just lost. We just lost Donovan again. Man, I don't know why that keeps happening. Uh, but, yeah, so Big Ben came out in the second half, again, threw for th- over 340 yards. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Donovan, you there? 
Oh, bad I connection today, guess, dude. Right? Bad connection today, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I yeah, I, TJ Watt is supposedly playing. They haven't made any announcements yet. I'm just saying that that's something to keep an eye on uh, because if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers and I already know that the worst I can do is the third seed, I've already benched Ben Roethlisberger. Why not bench my star on defense and TJ Watt? But again, right now, everything that's saying is that he is going to be playing. But what 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 do you what do you think? If I'm Mike Tomlin, yeah, I might play him for yeah. the first half or something. But I'm benching. Interesting. The play. I mean, I'm benching my stars, dude. Like, eh. there's just them? so many people getting hurt this year. Um, TJ Watt, <laughs> yeah, like you have guys that like. If I ha- I have to have to win a Super Bowl, you have to. Have to excuse me, TJ Watt to win a Super Bowl. So yes, you have to bench him. Ben got to bench him. Now James Conner. You don't have to have him to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they need him, kind of. They might not. bench they him because he's been hurt. So they might play him. Well, the receivers, they can kind of get away with playing because they have so many of them. Yeah. Um, but O-line, you don't want to have Mason Rudolph's head <clears throat> cut off. You know what I mean? But my, most of my like position players, um, I'm benching those guys. And then most of my defense, because that's a team that really – you know, thrives on defense and physicality, especially in their front seven. So I'm benching most of those guys. Um, it's just not worth it to me. Uh, you need to stay healthy. And they've, they've been playing really well all season. They're trying to – they are trying to kind of stay hot, I guess, after that second-half comeback versus the Colts. Um, so I could see yeah. how he would play some of the, some of the starters um, in the first half and maybe the whole game, but it's too risky for me. I mean, look at what Jared Goff – and went down and uh, Kyler Murray. I know that's different because they're benching Ben, yeah, benching your quarterback. But still, I just it's not worth it. Like it really is. <laughs> they're going to be. I, a I definitely see your guard. point. I, I definitely see yeah. your point. You're looking at a team that again, the worst seed that they can possibly get is the third seed, and they can't get the number one seed. That goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. So it doesn't. It, they're they're going to get home field advantage in the first round, no matter what. So I, I definitely see your point. You know, we'll probably see some more names to that list. Um, that's going to have a big, big impact on how the spread is and what our expectations for the Cleveland Browns are. Um, the Steelers' offensive line looked like shit last week against the Colts. It really did. The last couple weeks, the offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers has not looked very good. Um, so obviously, if they take out a couple of those starters, Mason Rudolph is—he's going to get laid the hell out. I mean, Olivia Vernon has been on fire the last couple weeks. I would say he's probably been better than Miles Garrett, to be quite honest with you. Since Miles Garrett's come down with COVID, oh. Olivia Vernon's been the main man. Um, Sheldon Richardson on the interior of the defensive line—he's been an absolute freak in nature. He had two block kicks last week, you know, and that's not—that's not counting the the defensive for he's the what the force he's been. But just on defense, he's absolutely phenomenal. So you bench a couple of those guys. Mason Rudolph in that running game is going to be in trouble. Benny Snell has not been the most elect- – he's not been the same Benny Snell we saw at Kentucky. We kind of saw that coming. I think he probably – at the I think by the time it's all said and done, he's probably going to be better than James Conner. Um, but my point is is that neither one of those guys has been lighting it up. You know, neither one of them guys is Nick Chubb, right? So those are those are – if you start benching James Conner and Benny Snell, I I don't really know what else is even there. And if they, you know, it's not going to be anything that's too talented. Um, yeah, and before the second half, the defense was rough too. I mean, the the use of the front seven, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is 
pretty good, especially uh, TJ Watt's great. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the defensive backfields aren't yeah, exactly I mean, defense is great. No, no, the defensive backfield isn't great. They're kind of slow, too. Um, Older. Joe Hayden's still back there. Plays. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know a lot about Joe Hayden. You know, he was on the yeah. side of you know, <laughs> a few uh, years. <clears throat> and I like Joe. Um, I like Joe Hayden. Like, but. <laughs> Uh, he's not as good as I thought he would be. I was in love with him coming out of Florida. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, you're right. I think T.J. Watt is um, – I don't know if he's defensive player of the year because I haven't dived into it as much. But if I had to pick, he would definitely be top three, top five for defensive player of the year. I don't for know. For sure. I think Aaron Donald probably defensive player of the year, in, in my opinion. But, um, you know, they might be tired of his dominance and give it to T.J. Watt. I don't know. I think That's Aaron funny. Donald's man. I, I just feel like Aaron Donald's – God, he's so good. He's so fun. Oh, he's, I've he's never had so much world. fun watching a defensive tackle before. <laughs> yeah, he, he's I mean, in another world. T.J. Watt has that, a lot of help, like, too. Is he, is he – well, I had, a, I had a debate with someone about – I know this is totally off topic, and I'm sorry, but – and, and you know, <laughs> old head, new new school for me, I guess, but it was Donald versus Warren Sapp. I was like, dude, I think Aaron Donald's better than Warren Sapp. Sorry. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. He probably is. What's up? You he probably so? is. Donald's oh. probably better. Well, he's not. He's not done yet. You know, he's got a long way to go. But uh, yeah, the Steelers. Team he probably not. I think. I think that you're right. I think five. that. I think that you're right. I think that Donald's already had a better career than Sab. If I really broke I think it down, so. personally, and I, know, I mean, freak, Sab man. has a Super Bowl. I know. So but, I mean, come on, like he's defense attack. Yeah, like that's the only thing he has over him, really, is that he dominated the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald played good in the Super Bowl. He just lost the game. Did, he did Warren Sapp dominate the Super Bowl? I don't remember him dominating the Super Bowl. I remember him playing being Warren Sapp, but I don't remember him having, you know, three sacks or nothing. He didn't dominate. Dexter no, Jackson didn't was the Super Bowl yeah, to that Super Bowl, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because he had like two interceptions. Whatever. I mean, they're. But yeah, I think and Donald's like top ten ever. <laughs> defensive play. Not defensive players. That's a little extreme. But defense, defensive lineman. Yeah. But anyway. Um. Yeah, he is insane. Um. Just T.J. Watt's insane too, though. Um. T.J. Watt has a lot of the big difference there too is T.J. Watt has a lot of help too. I mean, Cameron Hayward's very good. Stephon Tuitt's very. Oh, good. he's. Yeah. Bud Dupree. Solid, Bud Dupree's been Bud playing Dupree. very good after being labeled yes. a bust the first couple years of his career. He's exploded. It took a while. Yeah, it took uh-huh. a while for him to be good. He, he's a little, you know, he's banged up still, I think. But, I mean, he, he's a really good player. They're really stuff on to it. Like you said, that guy. Yeah. Man, yeah well, they're Notre Dame for four mm-hmm. years. And I think he started all four years at Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. So, it, not only is it a good line, it's a very experienced line. All those guys have a lot of reps. Like Bud Dupree in Kentucky and stuff on yep. to it at Notre Dame. Yeah, used to Cameron Hayward, obviously Ohio State. So yeah, um, those are top-notch guys um, helping him out. But yeah, TJ's a monster, man. But at the end of the day, yeah, I think I'm, I'm thinking around 23 to 16, 24 17, like around 20, even 24 20, maybe something like that. But I think the Browns sure. are win this game. They have to. So every let, time let, I feel like the Browns backs against the wall this year, they've been able to pull pull it out. Too, so, so let's get into uh, let's get in prediction time. The Brown, so the the spread yesterday when I checked the, the Browns were favored. The Cleveland Browns were favored by seven points. The obviously it is off of most major books due to the as soon as the Ben Roethlisberger news came out, most books pulled the game. 
So you cannot, as of right now, this pod, the release of this podcast, you cannot bet the Cleveland Browns Pittsburgh Steelers game in most books. Um, so we're gonna, for the purpose of this conversation, we're gonna use the the spread that came out yesterday, and the Browns were favored by seven points. What you said a couple scores there, both of those, I think. What did you say, twenty three sixteen? Yeah, I'm so going. I'm going that. I'm going with that one. That's what I'm going with. So that so you're you're thinking it's going to be a push. You're thinking the Browns are going to win by seven. So you wouldn't bet on the game. Is that the spread seven? Is that what you said? Because there's uh-huh. no. Uh, yeah, I would say seven. I'm gonna go seven. And Gun to your I, head. Gun to your head. Who are you picking? So with the seven points. With the seven points, the Browns. Really? Yeah. You I'm expect scary. Them? Yeah, the Browns. They, they can, they can win. I can see them winning by like 10 or something at the end. With really? Mason Roth interception or fumble. He fumbled even a lot. After what you, even, what, even after what you saw against the Jets, I know all those players were out, but they still, still played like shit. Kevin Stefanski coached a weird game. They ran 53 passing plays in only 18 running games. It just felt like they bailed. They yeah. bailed too quickly. Remember, they went down by 10 points almost immediately, and Baker Mayfield had a pretty rough game as well. He got three fumbles himself. Yeah, I keep talking about Rudolph fumbling. He fumbled a lot. Uh-huh. Baker, Baker, Baker puts the ball on the ground. He didn't fumble in a lot. Not in college, but um, well, he did kind of fumble. Not He fumbled a little bit in college, too, but a lot in the NFL. Yeah, but I think that that game was they got too cute, as my grandma would say. Um, too cute, meaning they knew who they were playing. Like, they, all right, we're playing the Jets. We're going to throw. We're going to get some stats. In. Like, you can't play like that in the NFL. Um, sometimes you can. Um, <laughs> they couldn't play like that for the Browns on Sunday, and they bit them in the ass, especially with those those guys out. It's all I mean, about even the, the defensive backs played like shit too. Well, I mean, they've been they got, they got lost. Uh, they had the, <laughs> yeah. the, very, the very first play, Jamison Crowder threw that touchdown pass. They looked lost. Jamison Crowder beat Denzel Ward and Carl Joseph. I think that Denzel Ward bailed too early, and Carl Joseph never got there when they were trailing. Um, I mean, they just look like shit. And if you look at these these Steelers, these wide receivers for the Steelers, even if it is Mason Rudolph throwing them the ball, you got Juju Smith Schuster, um, Deontay Johnson, and uh, James Washington. I just I don't. God damn! If James Crowder makes you look like garbage, if James Crowder and backs with Braxton Marius, they got Eric Ebron too, who's been kicking it up. And I don't don't See, know if I, I would classify him I, as a stud, but he's had a pretty. I, I wouldn't play guys like Eric Ebron, man. They got to sit those guys out. But, I mean, again, we don't know. Um, I, I just – I don't think Mike Tomlin's going to end up playing those guys. That's that's my main thing. Really? Think, yeah, I don't think those guys are going to play too much. Man. Mike, Mike Tomlin, they – I mean, the Steelers, they make the playoffs a lot, um, especially with Tom or with whoever's their coach. They've had three in the past 45 years, not many. But uh, they always make the playoffs. They know what they're doing. This is a well-run franchise, and this isn't their first rodeo. I feel like teams that – kind of are new to this, try to play all their players and try to get as many wins. It doesn't matter if they how many wins they have or where they're playing. The Steelers are going to try to make the playoffs and then go from there. So I don't, I just don't think there's any need to – I see what you're saying, though. There's guys on that team that can still make plays for sure. Um, yeah. I just – I don't know how many guys – I think that everything you're saying is right. Gun, gun to my so, – so to recap, gun to your head, you're taking the Browns beating the seven points. Gun to my head – I'm taking the Steelers, and I don't think you have to put a gun to my head. I actually put money on this already. I might regret that later when more people start to come out and they're going to be sitting, like <coughs> you said. 
Because if they do end up sitting everybody, then yeah, I'm out there in purgatory and no one's there to play. But how many guys can you realistically sit? Does that make sense? Like you can't sit ev- you can't sit everybody. Well, it's not college, you yeah. College yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's say. only 50 guys. There's only 50 guys that are suiting up. You can't sit all three of those wide receivers because you only carry what five, six on a they game day? Carry, yeah, we probably carry five or six, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, so I don't I know think, how many guys they can sit. I'm thinking they're playing. I think they're going to play their linemen on o, uh, O-line, but they're going to sit. So running backs will probably play a couple of those guys too. It's mainly the star players that you're thinking about. I mean, we're looking at Joe Hayden's probably going to sit. And, uh, you think uh, they're going to sit Joe Hayden? I don't know if I'll call him a star. <laughs> really? Uh, I start. The, the only players that can, and Ben I, are out. Man. I could see. Well, TJ Watt hasn't. That hasn't been announced yet. No, I haven't announced, but I just don't see them. Like, why? Like, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, I, boy, Mike Tomlin is one of those coaches that we gotta we gotta keep playing. You know, I, I can see him doing that too. Well, no, no, you you are right. You're you're right because they, they've already they've already sat down Ben Ben Rothsburg. You can't be like, well, the rest of you guys gotta play. That rule only yeah, applies. Like some, somebody you know I mean? like the captains are sitting out, dude. Like, but you have to remember too, Big Ben, Big Ben. Is old man, and you've seen the the last. He's yeah, he played needs a break. well. He needs a break. Yeah, I mean, they lost three games in a row before last week, and he was not. He was he one of the like, reasons for like that. Shit. He, he just, like shit. yeah, he just looks like every. You'll see with these older quarterbacks, them not. We saw, we saw, we saw a little bit with with Drew Brees, where it's like, damn, dude, like three years ago, he's making that pass. You know, we saw, we see when these quarterbacks break down. Peyton Manning, we saw Peyton Manning when they start to break down. It's like, it's a stark difference. Mike Vick, when he started to break down, it was, it was a stark difference. Big Ben, we saw it. We saw him. McNabb. Yeah, yeah. He broke down. He went, he went fast, though. Dude. He went from like. Do you remember when he played for the Redskins? Dude, that was I was like, all right, D McNabb. Because I was like, I got I like his jersey. Oh. I got his Redskins jersey. Of course, of course you did. Dude, hell yeah. But yeah, they but might, you, they you might saw... can use him right now because they don't have anybody. No who shit. The hell they, who the hell are they starting that quarterback on Sunday? Taylor Heineke, baby. Is it Taylor Heineke? Okay, that's right. I, I, uh-huh. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. That's their playoff quarterback, Taylor Heineke. I tell you what, he played. He was a what a villain or not. Old Dominion. No. Old Dominion, yeah, in uh, Virginia. Because he's from Atlanta. I know that. Yeah, he ran he ran around a lot too. Pretty, pretty athletic dude. Who's the Cardinals yeah, starting? Who's the Cardinals starting quarterback? I don't to... know. I, I heard that I heard that Chris Strevler uh That's right. start. Is that correct? Wow. Is that is that accurate? Is that gonna happen? That, that is accurate. What college dude, did he go? Where, where did he go? He know? went to South Dakota and he was phenomenal. And they played in CFL. It, well, yeah, he wasn't okay. phenomenal at South Dakota, but he was—he looked like one of those guys. Do you remember when you used to buy NCAA and you played at the shittiest school, and yeah. then you you'd give the guy like, like the opposite color sleeves and shit? Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like. He had the visor. He had like I think he's got like a sleeve of tattoos, and then he would wear like one red sleeve. Okay, and had, dude, he looked sick, bro. And he was okay, very average FCS quarterback. He, he was a good FCS quarterback, but like. You could see why he didn't play in the FBS. It wasn't like when you watch. Uh, well, Cliff likes him. So he didn't like. It's good enough for me. 
Yeah, I didn't like when you watched Trey Lance though. It's like you could figure out why he was there. But he went up okay. to the CFL play with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and, and he was he was. I wanted the Browns to take a shot. I mean, he runs around a lot. I think he got more athletic. He got he got he definitely gained about fifteen pounds of pure muscle. Got a pretty big arm on him. I think he might surprise some people. But whatever, we're getting off topic here. Um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll talk about the we'll, we will definitely talk about the Dwayne Haskins thing tomorrow. Um, wow. Right, we yeah. have we have to right. Yeah, we do. We do, of course. That because I mean, I'm gonna let you talk. I know you probably want to rant and rave about that one. That's great. That's that's. It doesn't really surprise you, me. We you we know talk. way more about him than me behind the scenes about his work ethic and his immaturity or we lack of maturity. About, I guess you you already know. Everything we I just know. We, we we talked we talked about the issues he's got. I mean, you know, we had just talked. Remember, we this last episode I was listening to, and you're like, I'm worried about him. <laughs> Yeah, dude. One of, one of my friends is like, dude, like y'all are acting like this man's like not gonna be on the team next week. <laughs> Literally, Bro. I, I'll send you, I'll send you the text after a screenshot. <laughs> but he said that he's like, you're acting like he's not like he's not gonna be on the team next week. And I was dude, like, holy I, shit, dude. <laughs> I had I I. It's funny too because I hate I hate when like if you take a like Adam Moore hit me up the other day when when Skinner Stefanski got hired, I was against it, and Adam Moore was really really stoked about it, and he took a, he texted me taking his victory lap. When the when the I think it was something you tweeted about him being up for coach of the year, that's cool. That's an awesome victory lap. You were rooting for somebody and you ended up being right. But dude, so I got people were texting me when Dwayne Haskins got cut because Dwayne Haskins was my number one quarterback that year. I had him above Kyler Murray, and they're like, "Dude, told you he sucked. That was terrible." Blah blah blah. And it's like, bro, don't victory lap because you were rooting for some guy to be a piece of shit. Like that's that's kind of messed up dude because but we and we talked about it even on, on your on your show during the when the draft was happening the whole Daniel Jones versus Haskins thing I think was a big yeah thing well, I, because you know he got Giants we, fans won we talked about we, and we talked about it. I remember vividly cuz because I I we talked everybody on your show was very upset that Daniel Jones got picked and I had Haskins above day. I had Haskins as my number one quarterback that year, and I stand by that. But I could see why both of those guys were taken ahead of him. Haskins has issues. It's really and you talked about, um, you talked about Mark Sanchez and Sam Darnold as yeah. two examples uh, just from USC, where guys only had one year starting experience at quarterback before they came out. You can't. You, it's hard. It's hard to do that. It's hard to find or, guys. Or Mitch. I mean, that. Mitch. Is, Mitch is playing pretty well the past few weeks, but still, Mitch is. I mean, but every other yeah, week, Mitch, every other week, guys yeah. on the bench. Yeah. He's been benched four times, dude. Yeah. They, there's there's no there's the big, no denying. it's the biggest game of Mitch's career coming up on Sunday. By the way, I just want to let people know that this is a, this is a for sure because if he for this sure. is a base, you know, they're a playoff team, possibly. You know what I mean? If he if he goes out and wins this game and plays well versus the Packers, they're gonna end up giving him an extension. Um, he has he, a, again. That was that, Trubisky was my number one quarterback that year. It's there's no denying that you, Dwayne has you look, you look at talent. Though, I feel like you you're, you know your talent. It's there. Some it's of there. these guys have the the mental thing. Like you can't really. It's hard to gauge that. We don't really talk to these guys like on a weekend uh, basis. Yeah, you know, people are messaging me. He he sucks. He didn't have what it takes. No, you don't throw fifty touchdown passes in the Big Ten and and have no talent. You just don't. You don't. You don't have that. He's six foot five. It's two thirty. We've seen him spread the you know thread the needle. He's good. We know that he's good. We know that he's capable. Just like Mitch Trubisky. I mean, you, come on, dude. You know that he's They're, got talent. 
But you, it's hard. It's hard to have one year of starting experience and then go to the NFL. I mean, you see all you saw it with Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox was drafted by the the Denver Broncos in 1993 to take over for for John Elway in the first round out of UCLA. Was so goddamn bad that he left the league. And you didn't hear about him again until he won the XFL championship, came back, won NFL Player of the Year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because that guy, you just—it's hard to do that. You, those quarterbacks need. There's just certain boxes that they have to check. They need they you know, yeah. three years of starting experience. They need to be team captain. You know, he'll they get another, he'll get another chance. He's, he'll get another chance. All, yeah, all these quarterbacks. He, he he might he might. They be all great. they all get they all get yeah they all get second chances. It doesn't matter. I mean, they all get second chances, and as long as they don't have like drug problems, you know, what I mean, they get second chances. Even if even then, they still usually get second you know, chance. So, I mean, he's he's twenty one, um, so he's twenty one years old. He'll get a second chance, and I hope he. And hope that's it, hope, hope it works out for him. Because I mean, that's I, the only bad part about the rookie the rookie <clears throat> deal now is that he he was paid what four million dollars, right? He, he's yeah. paid, let's say he made he's made ten million dollars in his career, dude. Jamarcus Russell, I mean, we everybody keeps talking about him being a huge bust. That guy got paid. He got paid so much he destroyed yeah. the franchise for ten years. You know what I mean? So him being a bust yeah. is way different than Dwayne Haskins being a bust. And I'm not making, I'm not saying, oh, I feel bad for Haskins, but the the rookie structure, and I'm not saying it was better the old ways. It's 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 better now because these these teams don't get. I mean, if you you remember back in the day, teams were, were trying to get rid of that number one pick just because the way even even with a guy like Trevor Lawrence, they'd be trying to get rid of it because the risk versus reward you'd have to pay Trevor Lawrence seven billion dollars to play. He Trevor Lawrence would immediately be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL coming in. Uh, I I'm exaggerating, yeah. a little bit, but he would immediately you know he'd be top five. You know he would be and under be, the old structure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah the old structure. Was not great, yeah. Because you like, had to prove your. Now you got to prove yourself to get that money. You're still getting paid, but there. But that that's good for NFL teams. But it is not. It's not good for these guys like Haskett. It's not good for these college guys that are coming in there and they're want. I mean, because he, he they're leaving early because a they're wanting to get to that second contract sooner, right? Yeah. I mean that's yep. one of the reasons. And B, they're not making as much for what they put. But you could kind of put back in the day if you had a good college career, you were going to get paid for that, right? Now, you know the guy he's 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 got a he dude he can't just he he does not have enough money to live off of for the rest of his life. He's got to get if he doesn't if he's out of buy his uncle houses and stuff. Dude. No shit, dude. If he if yeah. he doesn't NFL, that dude's going to be selling insurance, bro. You know what I mean? Marcus Russell ain't got to deal with that shit. Vince ain't got to deal with that shit. So there are pros and cons. Yeah, there's pros and cons. Cool thing about it, though, like I said, he's young. He he he's only played for two years. He's not like damaged goods. It's he's really not in the NFL right now because of attitude and like work ethic problems. Not he wasn't that bad on the field. I mean, it would have helped if he was better, but he wasn't like Jamarcus Russell was just bad on the field, off the field. In the locker room, like this guy isn't bad everywhere, so he'll get a second chance. It's not the end of his career. Um, he'll get a second chance, and I hope it's you know always is probably is going to be in a, as a backup quarterback, and you know I, I like to see him you know thrive and hopefully. I mean, I liked Haskins, like I said, coming out of high school, yeah. interviewing him, and uh, he was a nice kid. His family's really cool, so yes, very I wish nice the best for him. But 
He's definitely not a piece of shit. He just parties too hard. But he's not. Parties too hard like, and just not like Ryan and work hard. Yeah, exactly. No, Ryan Lee sucks, dude. That guy sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Knowing a lot Mark's of people showing up late and shit like that. I mean, I think Haskins comes in oh, and drinking. He goes home. You know what I mean? Jamar is eating twenty piece, twenty piece fried. Do that dude ate fried chicken yeah. every day, dude? He lied about watching the film and shit, like. I mean, there are stories for days about him lying about, you know, going oh, to the gym yeah. and stuff. And, you know, but I, I yeah, don't think Haskins, Haskins is on that level. But you do, it, and it goes back to Bill Carroll said something on, on, it was on your podcast. Um, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, where we, we were talking about a quarterback. I can't remember who, what the example was, but we're like, man, I think it was Steven Montez. I think you and I were talking about Steven Montez. And I was like, hey, if, someone, if a quarterback coach, coach can work with him and wants to put in some time, I think he could play, and Bill was like, "Dude, but how many coaches are going to put in the time? There, there, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are good enough to play, but you got if you got to put in time, it's not. Sometimes it's not worth it for you if you Google get a guy who's enough already. So, is it Montez on, right. on Washington? Isn't he on Washington? Is he really? That's hilarious. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I kind of figured he. Was I think they just. Anymore. I think they just. Pra- I think they just practice squad him. Really? That's funny. I'll have to Google that. Um yeah. yeah, but you're right. He'll get he'll get another shot. It's Thanks. just I'm not. You know what I mean? Sucks. So. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Him and Chase couldn't work out, man. I thought you know, him and Chase Young are so close to you know, and Terry McLaurin too. So that would that, be nice that's to see all those things. because Dwayne yeah. had a very good relationship with Terry, um, especially in college. That was very. I thought that that was going to help Dwayne out. More than anything, because he knew. I mean, you know, you could see in, in the in part of their college tape. I thought, I thought Dwayne made Terry look better than Terry actually was, because he would throw it. I mean, you would. There was, you could see. I mean, you could anybody can look up Dwayne Haskins highlights, and you could see where he's putting the ball where only McLaurin can catch it. I mean, you know, and he had Paris Campbell and Johnny Dixon, and we saw Johnny Dixon. He's another very nice guy. Did not have wasn't able to stick in the NFL and Dwayne made him look very good. Dwayne made a lot of those guys look really good. So, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe Terry McLaurin is making Haskins look good. It's hard to tell, I guess. Yeah. Hard to tell. But I mean, I, like I said, I hate that for Dwayne, but we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about it more, I guess tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, this will be our first Browns game that we've disagreed and agreed with and uh, disagreed yeah. with each other. And in a while, the last couple of years, last couple of weeks, I'm sorry, we've been on the same page and both picking the Browns. So this week could be interesting. Again, we're both rooting for the Browns here. Um, but I, 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 I would take the Steelers getting the seven points. Donovan is taking the Browns, giving the seven points. This was the Browns Wire podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley 16. We are now live on Periscope, on YouTube, on Facebook. Make sure you give us a like, review, and listen on iTunes. That helps us out. Uh, Donovan, where can they hit you up at? Yeah, um, follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Um, sorry, I guess I don't like to call people tweets. That sounds weird, but Twitter followers or mm-hmm. people or whatever, friends. Um, I haven't been tweeting as much. I've been personal life, super busy, work, family, traveling, a lot this- of stuff going on. It's been very stressful, man, with the move to Tennessee next month. But uh, it's cool watching Tennessee lose um, the Titans to the Packers. 
Oh um, yeah, other like, day. Uh, yeah, blood yeah. yeah, that was fun. But no, um, I have money on that. Game, hopefully, hopefully, Josh beat me at fantasy. I'm pretty. I'm still pissed. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, man. What, so whatever. So what? What happened with that? For so Donovan yeah. and I are in a fantasy league, and we checked on the scores last night, and <laughs> I was, it was like five hundred to. <laughs> yeah, it, it it had me playing somebody else, and it was like like you said, it was like five hundred to like a hundred and eighty or something like that. And then I get back on today. Is everything back straight? Is everything's correct now? Everything's good. Um, you and the guy that has Pac-12 sucks is his name, Michael Johnson. <laughs> who is that? Oh, I don't know who that is. With that guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I already bashed on the Pac-12 enough. I don't need other people doing it. Um, I feel like I'm bashing on my son, but it's like I can do it. You can't. Um, <laughs> but no, he he he's actually a like family friend, so. Oh, he is uh, playing you in the finals, regardless. Like that was still the outcome yeah. of. That's how good y'all teams were. Is that all the settings changed somehow, and like y'all still were in the finals? But yeah, it I changed, though, bro. I squeaked Don't... it. I had eight wins on the season. Yeah, man. I, I can't believe you beat me. Man. Well, I can't. I was really, I really, really, really needed uh, Earth Smith. I should have started him, and I lost to you. But you just beat me, man. I really. That was the one thing I could have done. Josh Allen was a really good pickup. That's all I can say. Good luck. I hope you win. We'll see. We will see. We'll keep everybody updated uh, next week on on this pod about what's going on. But we'll be back tomorrow night. We're going to give our best bets for college and pro. I had a great week in the NFL. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, and then I'll continue to give everybody an update on my COVID adventures. But, again, this was the Browns Wire podcast. On. Did you have anything to add, or are we out? No, we're out, man. I'm uh... – Excited to be on the show tomorrow. Excited to be on here tonight. I hope Josh gets better. Thank you to everybody that watches and uh, listens to the show. Really appreciate it. Thank
is your Wendy's Wake Up Call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. We've got Tom Shane here. So, how are you, Tom? Doing great. You've been in the jewelry business for a while. What's a Valentine's Day gift that will really take her breath away? We have so many options at Shane Company. What if you're serious, but not ready to get engaged? Our designers created an infinity diamond necklace made with our signature shade of rose gold for $565. Any other favorites? An east-west heart necklace. What's an east-west heart? A sideways heart. A new take on a heart necklace. That's cool. It is. It's accented with either a red garnet, an amethyst, or a cultured freshwater pearl for $150. Wow. And you can get her earrings to match the gemstone. That sounds awesome. Visit us in San Mateo, Walnut Creek, or in Cupertino, where we've moved to a new location just two miles down Stevens Creek Boulevard. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and Shaneco.com.